Let us talk now, though, uh, to our favourite Royal Correspondent. She is, of course, the one and only Angela Levin. Angela, how nice to Hello. see you. How are you doing? Hello. Nice to be here. Very yeah, good. Very fine. good. We haven't spoken for a while, partly because there hasn't been a lot going on, bizarrely. Although I do have to admit that Andrew, Prince Andrew, managed to make it onto Plank of the Week last week uh, on the basis that he thought he might want to write his own book, which didn't seem like a terribly good idea to me. I presume he's given up on that now. Very bad idea. Yes. Yes, it won't work at all. No. He's quite obstinate, and if he has a ghostwriter, he'll be asking for things in there that she, she might say that's really not going to help you but you know he he would know better yes uh, not a good idea really not a good idea let's talk about prince harry because he's come back into um uh, sort of contention for plank of the week because of course in his book spare he wrote an awful lot about his past drug use and now there's an american um sort of think tank who have asked for a copy of his um the form that he filled in to get his visa application sorted out well, this could this could sort of come back and backfire in a bit, couldn't it? Yes, absolutely, certainly. The thing is, apparently, if you're a certain age, you are allowed to take certain drugs. Mm. But he has to have signed the document that's allowed him in right. in an honest way. So if he'd say if he sort of said, "No, I don't do drugs," then he'll be in trouble. If he's admitted he does them, apparently. Um, it won't be such a trouble. Right. I mean, I just think, I just think there. Sorry, I just think there that Meghan, as an adoring wife, should have said to him because she obviously reads everything and knows everything that he does. You know, this is not a good idea, Harry. Mm. You know, don't risk not being able to get back into America. Yes. I wonder why she didn't think that that was perhaps her obligation. If Harry's not wise enough to know about that, then he should have help from his wife. Yes, and I heard an interesting explanation as well, that they treat foreign nationals differently to American nationals. For example, you know, while it may be legal to possess and smoke marijuana in California, and it's even legal to grow it and sell it, um, it's not... That, that's not the case in every single state. So federal law still has um, jurisdiction over the whole country and federal law says that marijuana is not legal and that's one of the reasons why the people that grow it and make a lot of money from it often have difficulty opening bank accounts because it's a federal law that they can't put that money into a bank. And so the way that he has described his drug use um, might be okay if he's an American, but if he's a, a foreigner, not so much. Yeah, I mean... You know, you have to be careful when you say these things. I don't quite know what the proof, what what he wanted by saying that. It doesn't look good at, at any way you look at it. But um, he should have. He's got so many assistants. They've got huge staff, and they've got common sense that you should know that it's actually not a very good idea. It's a look before you leap situation. Yes, isn't I it? think very much so. Uh, but unfortunately, that's not something that Harry seems to be particularly good at looking before he leaps, is he? No, he's always been impetuous. Everything's gone very well, and then suddenly, whoops, he's done something terrible. Like when he was just about to pass his um, army cred accreditations, you know, he and a couple of guys went to a strip club, um, and that hit the papers. And then, you know, one of the um, army seniors didn't know whether to give it to him or not. You know, it was a whole hoo-ha. Now, if he'd waited another day... Uh, he'd have been out of there and he could do what he likes. And so I think that was a, a very good example of, of uh, 
sort of impulsiveness that mm. he has. Yes, absolutely right. Meanwhile, of course, when he was in London, um, his father was a bit too busy to see him, not least because he was over in Germany, um, doing what looked like a very successful visit with himself and Camilla. Well, it was obviously very successful. I mean, at the end, when they were on a balcony waving, there were obviously thousands of people. You can't get that many people mm. to stand in. Right. Um, shouting, we want King Charles. And they'd waited in hours, um, despite the torrential rain. So um, it was very good. I thought the balance between serious and fun mm. was brilliantly done. You know, the balance of, of laying a wreath with the German... Um, president yeah. and saying, you know, this is the, we want to make friends again, you know, really good friends again, and this is to remember all the people who died. It was both sides. And I thought that was very, very important. Should have had more press, actually, about that, because it's an amazing line to draw now yeah. underneath the past. And also speaking in their government, you know, the first British um, monarch to do that, um, I thought that was very good. He spoke a lot in German, which people loved, even though sometimes he was a bit hesitant. I'm not surprised at that. Yeah. Um, and then the uh, Kindercraft, uh, where 10,000 Jewish children were taken from Germany and to save their lives into the UK, when most of their parents would have died in concentration camps. All that was serious. And then one of the, the, the lovely ones was that he was trying to make cheese. Yeah. And he got giggles and he roared with laughter. And here we saw a Prince Charles much more relaxed, very happy. He also was given a pint of what looked like beer, but I, I don't know exactly. You wonder. He could have been non-alcoholic beer, I suppose. Ah, and he, he offered Camilla and she said something and he absolutely burst out laughing. Mm. So you see, they're very natural together, they're very easy together. And Camilla did what she always does, is read to children and she uh, drew a drawing of a famous... She did a uh, Gruffalo, I think, didn't she? Gruffalo drawing, watched by the original person who drew it, who thought it was great. Yes. She's very good at that and, you know, left it for the children. And um, that was very nice. They could put it in a in a frame and hang it on the wall. Very nice, very natural, very successful, very happy. So you've got Harry moaning endlessly on the one side, and you've got um, Charles and Camilla in their mid-70s working flat out yes. the other side, but enjoying it too. And the same for William and Kate as well, doing a great job of representing yeah. the royal family <laughs> at various different events. And Edward and Sophie as well. Mm. Um, the people who just get down and, and do things, you don't have to keep moaning. You just find what you want to do and, and do it, you know. Well, it's very clear in America, isn't it, that people are sick and tired of all the moaning and they've started to make fun of them on a sort of fairly regular basis now. Well, it's um, so much of it, actually, all sorts of things. Uh, nearly every day on my Twitter feed, there's somebody taking the mickey out of them and sort of making a mockery as well that... You know, they're obviously very rich, but they pretend, you know, that's not enough and ha they're hard done by. Um, and that's the only way they can think of selling uh, their, the stuff that they to make money. You know, it's just, um, it's a horrible thought, actually. It's a horrible thought that you're using a family, mm. whatever they like, that you're then going to profit financially out of that by selling all the nasty things and the, you know, the darker corners, mm. you know. No, I think so. I think so. Well, I mean, I wonder how much of that um, reaction in America will have an effect on the books 
uh, that he's been supposedly, um, you know, sort of contracted to write? Because he's meant to be writing about another four, isn't he? Well, one of them is about health, and then the other one is Megan doing her own uh, story. And, uh, you know, I mean, Megan's not known for actually saying the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. <laughs> like the programme. That's why she doesn't and, come on here. <laughs> and, um, you know, I'm sure that the people who support her will buy anyway and think she's wonderful. But I think if you look at it, you might find lots of. Um, let's say, not truths on the pages. Yes. I don't think people were interested anymore. You can't keep on and on going back. You know, they're a youngish, middle-aged couple. They've got a future ahead of them. You know, lovely house, 16 mm. bathrooms, a girl and a boy who look very sweet. And why don't you get on with it? Yeah. Move forward. You know, keep on hanging on to the past and clinging on to royal titles when yes. you hate the royals. It makes no sense. And what's your latest speculation on the coronation itself, do you think? Because I said in the past I think he might come on his own, but I've heard others now saying that he thinks that, that you think they'll both come. Well, I hope neither of them come, actually. Mm. I think if they come, one of them or two of them, the, the, the intensity will be on them. Yes. Because people will be looking to see what trick they've got up to somehow. Mm. Uh, taking the limelight. That's what they want so that they can then do another documentary, I imagine. Um, but I think uh, my feeling is that this is King Charles's great day and he's been working mm. towards this um, all his life. He's known that this would happen. And I think we should just all focus on him. I, I don't care what they do. As long as they're not somewhere sitting in the front row in the cathedral, I um, I, I think, you know, uh, just take no notice. Mm. They go to moan. Whatever happens is going to be when they dig and look for something that's not quite right to their liking. Yes. Um, but this has to be King Charles's day. It does. Absolutely right. Angela, good to speak to you. Thank you very much indeed. Angela Levin there, royal biographer and journalist on the coronation uh, and, of course, the King and Queen's trip to Germany and, of course, that other bloke, the, the Herbert formerly known as Prince Harry.